Politics, sports, entertainment? Yeah, we've got that. It's WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here. Mr. Rob Center is doing a fabulous job as our producers got our callers lined up. And shortly after the interview, he'll make sure the WKOK podcast page, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Pocket Podcasts, and all the other podcast download programs have our Sunrise interview loaded up and ready to go. On our news line now, we'll start out with Rachel Spots. She's a reboot career coach with Central Connections, which is part of the Pennsylvania Career Link out of Northumberland, Snyder, and Union, Columbia, Montour counties. And that's all part of uh, Central Susquehanna Opportunities, or CSO. Good morning, Rachel. Thank you so much for checking in. Good morning, Mark. Thank you for having us. I do appreciate you checking in. I think there's a lot to say about all of this. And Patrick O'Connor's on the line, too, a workforce coordinator with Advanced Central Pennsylvania. And he, too, uh, part of one of the contractors associated with Central Susquehanna Opportunities. So good morning, Patrick. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I really do appreciate it. Okay. So let's uh, start out. We'll start out with uh, Rachel. What is the work that you do? And, and give us a quick explanation of the Reboot Workforce. And then We'll have Patrick lay more of the groundwork. But first, Rachel, what do you do? And tell us about Reboot. I work with PA Career Link in Sunbury, and we continue to evolve and tailor our services for people. We work hard to assist people and support them in the community in Sunbury, Bloomsburg, and Williamsport. Uh, many people are still unaware of the free services at PA Career Link. Um, for those that have a history of opioid use, um, these services are free, have been available since 2019. If someone is in the beginning of the recovery or at the middle or the end of the recovery, these services are available for them um, if they're looking to gain a certificate, to go back to school, or on-the-job training. Um, the problem is, is that opioid crisis has caused a st- stigma about recovery, and in fact, recovery should be seen as a strength, not as a negative stereotype, because people... Um, you know, we, we want to stay healthy, and it's a process, like any disease, and people need help to overcome that. So the Reboot program helps um, people on a one-to-one basis. We have an individualized program. We meet with them, make goals, overcome barriers like child care options, transportation, Internet access. We assist them with their resumes. Um, we do some mock interviewing to prepare them for employment. And even after getting a job, we follow them for a full year to support them, to make sure they're happy with their job and doing the best that they can. Patrick, maybe if you explain what the, it's almost an alphabet soup of agencies and organizations that are involved here, but the goal is to channel state and federal dollars to people and through a number of agencies. Explain the agencies at play here. A big part of our funding uh, comes from a grant from the Appalachian Regional Commission. So we call that ARC, A-R-C. Um, and it, it targeted this, this area of central Pennsylvania um, basically because of that boom-bust economy of the coal industry that I think, you know, most of us grew up around and, you know, we all call this colloquially the, the, the coal region. So you add in the, the effects of COVID-19 and job loss, and that really is just, exacerbated the the opioid crisis so there's really a three-pronged approach happening uh with the money from this grant in which uh you know geisinger i'm I'm sure most people are familiar with the geisinger network is looking to 
truly expand their case management services and their, their behavioral network and adding telemedicine to provide more access and services to those individuals in rural areas and really uh, impacted areas uh, that are suffering from the opioid crisis. And then from there, we're, we're linking them up into the workforce uh, part of the program. So that's where Reboot really comes in, and, and we hope to create a steady referral network with Geisinger where, you know, people that, that go to treatment also have the, the access to things like training and all the, the wonderful things that Rachel mentioned. So really hoping to provide a, a supportive ecosystem for those in recovery. And then finally, the, the piece that's, you know, really important is CETACOG is coming and, and working with businesses and employers on, on education and the promotion of recovery-friendly workplaces. So those that you know, have gone through treatment are in are in recovery. Can you know find work that is conducive to, you know, basically their lifestyle and, and how they want to move forward and, and know that they always have a safe place to work. And the fabulous answer. The only thing I'm going to ask you to elaborate on initially would be this idea of the boom bust. Let's set the scene for the bust before we focus on a boom that we're really trying to make a reboot and rehappen. Let's focus on the bust. What happens when you get sort of what we use the coal industry as you did to describe uh, things go downhill, then they go downhill for individuals and businesses. It's almost like a, a downward spiral kind of thing happens in a community. Yeah, absolutely. So I think when, you know, the coal region really took off, you know, years and years ago, you know, there was a, an influx of people and population to these areas. And, and as it went down, I mean, certain counties that have been identified from this art grant, they've seen, you know, a decrease of 62% in coal-related employment. So you, you take that at face value and you can really see that a, a lot of jobs dried up. And, you know, unfortunately, that's when things like, addiction and substance use disorder start to take hold into communities when, um, you know, things like poverty, things like job loss really start to affect an area. Well, Shemokin's got a bit of a boom underway, so there's one town that's exceptional. But, Rachel, uh, after Patrick described that so well, you give us a picture of what uh, is typical for most communities, which is what the phrase we use is a clawback, where you get this uh, slow recovery, very deliberate, takes uh, sometimes some outside help, but a very slow recovery of communities is underway. Yes, we're working together to make connect connections, more connections in our community, so that you know we would be able to get people the services that they need. What are those services? Explain uh, sort of the street-level one-on-one interactions that will happen with the uh, Reboot program. Like, for instance, I, I have a, a person that went through our program, and she, she was laid off by a home health service position in 2019. She enrolled in the Reboot program in March of 2019. There she received assistance with job searching, creating a professional resume, providing mock interviewing to prepare her for an interview. Um, We have people that we refer our clients to a job developer, and they help prepare them for interviews and um, then advocate for them as well on the other end with the employer that this is a good match for your your employment. And uh, this person, Andrea Dietz, um, she had a handful of positions that she could have interviewed for, but she liked this um, drug rehabilitation center the most and she was offered a position there, and now she wants to continue her education to be a counselor there. So she's just grown in her 
um, what she has done in our program. And you mentioned something earlier. I want you to elaborate on that uh, for some individuals, uh, being in recovery and enjoying successful recovery makes them more qualified for some positions or some jobs or just uh, makes their character maybe uh, more qualified. Yes, yes. And, yes, and, you know, those people are in recovery, and then they're choosing, some are choosing to help other people in their recovery. And, you know, um, I was grown up in this area. I went to high school 1994 in Chiclemi, and I have a heart for the people here. And just to see that process of people in recovery wanting to give back to those in their recovery is awesome. What kind of uh, coaching and assistance? Sort of explain uh, street level, one-on-one, give us anecdotes of, of the personal helps that uh, you, you folks give out. Yeah. Um, so, like, when they come in, they do assessments. We see where their their needs are, and we go from there. You know, we, we, we tailor the program for them, you know, as everybody has different needs, whether um, they need to get connected with some counseling services or they want some AANA meetings, you know, connecting them with people in the community that are going to support them as that's what they need the most. And, you know, working there from there, if they're ready for job um, searching, then we start the process. You know, we do it as they're ready to do it, you know. And, Patrick, are you monitoring what appears to be an, uh, uh, certainly an upward trend around here? Maybe boom's not precisely the exact word if you're talking about our whole broad region, but we certainly are uh, going step-by-step step up the ladder to more economic development and and uh, more success around here. Yes, yeah, certainly. So, And this is a, a nine-county, and you can even say a ten-county region that this uh, grant is addressing. So, you know, we're always hopeful when we see... Um, you know, job recovery and the economic recovery that we're seeing. Um, but we always want to make sure that we're, we're reaching out to underserved populations. So I think that's what we're really trying to tap into is, is where those areas of, of folk don't necessarily have transportation or they don't have Internet, they don't have technology, they may not even have the, the awareness that programs like this to, uh, exist. So I think that's uh, really important that, you know, we, we never <laughs> – rest on our laurels. Uh, we always are, are trying to, to reach out to those underserved populations and, and give back in any way we can. In what way does this program interact with what has been a worker shortage around here? Has that helped your opportunity that uh, you will find a lot of places that maybe in the past might be hesitant to hire somebody will now say, well, yes, and uh, hopefully then they'll be more, even more pleasantly surprised later? For sure, and I would say uh, you know, people looking for jobs in, in this this time are the ball is in their court they have a little more leverage and i think the the important thing to keep in mind is that we want to make sure we're establishing recovery friendly workplaces so um you know an opportunity can only be as good as you know the future that it holds so if, if someone is is not comfortable moving in towards certain work i think they really have that uh, power now to say you know this isn't right for me and i think that's where rachel and her team and, and everybody on Re- reboot really you know helps those applicants, um, those participants, you know, plan and look at what they want to do with their careers um, in a more focused way. What's a recovery-friendly workplace? Recovery-friendly workplace can be something as simple as really, you know, taking a look at your hiring policies and, and your workplace policies surrounding tobacco, alcohol, and drugs. 
Um, it can even look at things as, you know, the traditional happy hour, maybe finding other ways of, of creating social engagement in, um, amongst employees because, you know, that, that might be a thing in the past where that's not for everyone. So it's, it's making sure that, you know, someone can move into a place of employment and know that they um, are safe and, and there's policies and, you know, there's resources in place where if something does happen, um, they, they know where to go and they have someone to speak to and they have resources and services that they have access to um, to always get help. Patrick, anything else to add to our conversation? You know, if anybody has interest in, in this program and Reboot, please reach out to your local career links and they'll, they'll put you in touch with someone awesome like Rachel or someone else from her team. And if anybody ever wants more information, they can always take a look at Advanced Central PA's YouTube page where we have a, a lot of videos about Reboot and success stories up um, that will provide some more information and a closer look at at what goes on in the Reboot program. Patrick O'Connor is a workforce coordinator with Advanced Central Pennsylvania. Advanced Central PA on Facebook would be a perfect place to start. We encourage that. Thank you, Patrick. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for your time and having us on. You bet. All right. And Rachel, anything else to add to this uh, conversation? Uh, no, just like Patrick said, reach out to your local PA career link, get in contact with them, ask them about Reboot. And I would be want, want, uh, definitely want to meet with you and just explain to you the process of what we have to offer for free. Well, thanks so much for all you're doing, and thanks for reaching out to us to let us know this great program is out there. We probably covered it when it got started, but uh, now that you've got a lot of boots on the ground and a lot of successes behind you, very much worth revisiting. So do stay in touch. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you. That is Rachel Spots, a Reboot Career Coach with Central Connections at the PA CareerLink office in Northumberland, Snyder, Union, Columbia, Montour counties. Uh, they go under the umbrella of Central Susquehanna Opportunities, Inc., to make sure that all of the state and federal programs and dollars uh, get down uh, to the street level where folks are looking for work. PA CareerLink, a great starting point for all the information uh, you just heard.